Welcome back to The Gripe. This is Kai. And this is Allison. How's it going, guys? How's it going, Allison? I'm, I'm doing good. <laughs> you know, uh, Aaron just left this morning to go fish in Alaska. So that's, he's going to be gone for a minute. That's an epic trip. It's really funny, like, when he takes these trips. I think he imagines that he's, like, out in the wild. He is. Providing food for the family back home. For the hunter, women. The hunter-gatherer For the women lifestyle. and children back home. <laughs> like, we're not going to have food for, you know, mm. the winter. So you we can't have, go that Safeway down the street. Well, you know, I love Safeway. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Safeway. Because Safeway is my jam. But we're going to save that for the snobby, the snobby gripe episode. Uh, so how's, he's gone for how long? Uh, 10 days. But then Charlotte and I will go meet them for like the last part of the trip. Oh, a little rendezvous yeah. so in we'll Alaska. Do a little tourist action That's in Alaska. Funny. Well, after he's done hunting and gathering for us. Do you think she'll like Alaska? I think she will. Yeah. It's pretty wild out there and Charlotte's wild. Well, she so. sure is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how are you? I'm good. I just got back from a, a weekend trip to Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was super fun. Super awesome. To see some friends, see some shows. What did you see? Um, well, the the highlight for me was the Third Eye Blind concert. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it was so good. It was a sold out show at the Greek Theater, which is my favorite venue. Um, Never been there. It's it's really cool. Um, God, there's so many goddamn good looking people in Los Angeles. It kind of hurts you, you know. You don't feel that way about Seattle. It's different. <laughs> oh my it's like God. everyone's just a little more polished. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Seattle people are, are gorgeous, but just, you know, a different way. In their own natural It's just way. more natural, yeah. Whereas, like, in Los Angeles, like, everyone's camera ready, you know? I feel like I'm into that more than the, like, I know you are. Keen and no. Patagonia. Yeah, I mean, I like a, a guy Best in flannel and boots. Okay, I feel them that. Them jeans, yeah. you know? Um... Yeah, but it's really good to be there. Lots of fun stuff, but also a lot of good downtime. Um, you saw some friends while you were there. I did. Yeah, I uh, um, I knew a bunch of people, but I didn't make a lot of friends in LA that I kept. Mm. So these two hoes are are my ride or die LA hookers. Lifelong peeps. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Hi, Brad. Hi, Crystal. Hi. Yeah, it was really really fun. So, and I'm back. This is like my little birthday weekend. So fun. Yeah, so. Um, so, what else is going on? Okay, so I was trying to tie into, like, with Aaron being gone to my, like, mini gripe before the big gripe mm-hmm. sesh. Yeah. So every time Aaron leaves me for, like, some long period of time, I usually buy something online to, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like, my reward for staying home, like, when he goes somewhere. <laughs> um... So, I don't really have anything that I'm going to buy, and I probably won't, because I've been doing too much online shopping, because you know, like, I'm pretty good at the online shopping. You're really good at it. (laughs) You're very skilled. I'm a hard worker. At pushing the buttons and finding the things. So, here's the thing. Here's my mini gripe today. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a website, or there's an online retailer. It's called Laline, which means the line. In what? In French? In French. And uh, they're only online. They don't have any brick and mortar. And basically, every their whole business model is like around the classicness of the stripe. Oh, okay. So everything has like a line or a stripe, and it's all like I think they have three colors: like white, 
maybe blue and black. You know, that's all very I simple. Yeah, very Streamlined, simple. Streamlined, yeah. And their price point is a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't purchased anything from them. Yeah. However, yeah. well, yeah. now I have. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I followed them on Instagram. Uh-huh. And like three weeks ago, uh, they had this special edition tea where like 20% of the benefits go to the ACLU. Oh, cool. And it's like this cream long sleeve with like black stripes right here. It's like a varsity tee, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I love those. And on the chest, upper right hand, embroidered, give a fuck. Oh, yeah. So like I had to buy that. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm into that. It's a, it's fashion. It's function. It has the F word. Mm-hmm. And it gives... The statement. Gives money to a good cause. Yeah. So let me reiterate this. They only sell things online. Okay. Okay. So, and it's like a higher price point. Right. So, I ordered the tea on Monday. The move, the order tea on Monday, the money is like immediately Gone. debited out of my account. Mm. Like They, they fat stick that money. Yeah, which is, you know, that's how it works. That's how, <laughs> e-commerce, e-commerce. I don't hear anything from them. I don't get like an order confirmation. Mm. I don't get like a shipping confirmation. Mm. So the following Monday, I send them an email. So it's been a week then. It's been a week. Okay. I send them an email. I don't hear anything back. Right. So at this point, I'm like, what the heck? Like, you know, all were I you, scam- was I scammed? Yeah. I'm like, all you do is sell is ship things. Right. Like you sell online. Like you should have this down to. To science. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I have to call them. And you know nobody's trying to pick up the phone. <laughs> like I don't want to call anybody. Because right. I'm like. What happened? You know, uh-huh. I call them. It goes to a voicemail. Nobody calls me back. So I send another email, and I'm like sending another email as my first one hasn't been, you know, replied to. And finally, I get a reply back. Oh, we received way too many orders. Um, we're expecting another shipment soon. We're we're backlogged. Uh, we'll let you know when your T ships. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, at least it's legit. Okay, at least yeah yeah. 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 So then I'm, I'm waiting to get a shipment. I'm waiting to get a shipment notification. And, like, literally yesterday out of the blue, the tea is on my porch. Oh. I never got a shipment notification. Uh-huh. And I was just like, this yeah. is probably the worst customer service from an online retailer. What are they called? Laleen. 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 You could maybe do better. You could do a lot better. Because it sounds like you have a good product. People are into it. They'll pay it. So, and a little bit of backstory about Laleen is it's two ex-Vogue editors. Like, uh-huh. these people know what they, they're doing. Yeah, yeah, Well, they know fashion. Right. I guess they don't know how to mail <laughs> stuff on time. However, they did send me an email today, and uh, they said they were uh, sending me, like, a gift. Oh. For my... For in- inconvenience. For inconvenience. And they asked for my feedback. So better be thorough then. I'm gonna give them some feedback. However, doing some internal inquiry, I just never imagined myself to be that person that complained about not having top-notch service. Yeah, but what do you think? Boo? I think you should do it so that other people, because I'm sure other folks have that same mini gripe, that same issue. Because um, my friend Jackie was talking about she ordered some bikinis from an online store and same thing she didn't receive um, a notification saying that her order went through so she thought that um, 
it didn't go through, so she called them, no one got her, no one got back to her, and then she thought, she thought it was a scam. Like, oh my god, they got all my money, I got a call and cancel my credit cards, all that stuff. So I think it's a good thing to follow up and be thorough with your, your feedback. Yeah. It's a service to the future. To humanity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Essentially. <laughs> to the future Laleen purchasers. But I was, I'm like, I was talking to my friend Kate, shout out Kate, I was like... This is all you do. <laughs> like, this is how you rely on your business succeeding. Right, but they probably just designed the shirt and then was like, well, the rest will fall into place. No. I'm just saying, le- I'm just saying, though, you know, there's always, like, so many arms of a, of a business that, that are going that, you know, you just yeah. don't think that it's um, it's an issue. Like, I'm just going to design the shirt and everything else will fall into place. But, see, you know- but it's not true. It's not true. You gotta handle all the business. From yeah, every end. step. And it, I feel like, especially with people that order online, like myself, mm-hmm. like you live for tracking that shit. Right. Absolutely. Like I want to know. Okay, it left New Jersey. Yep. Now it's, it's in on Ohio. Yep. Now it's in Chicago. I hear like, you. I like. To, it's like I'm giving birth. I hear you. Like I want to know every <laughs> single step of the like way. Like you wanted to know it was. Almost on your, on your porch. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. sometimes I have to make sure that I get home before Aaron to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then if you just show up on my porch without any notification. Then she might have seen the evidence. Yeah. So. And then I have to explain it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, blah, 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 blah. Don't you know this gives me life? Whatever. Did you try it on? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, cute. It actually It's really cute. cute. It's like super good quality. Um, but you know, do you think I'll get weird looks wearing a shirt that says give a fuck? Like when I'm dropping Charlotte off at daycare. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was so apt that I got that shirt yesterday. And today the ACLU is like back in action because of. Of 40. Of Drump. (laughs) Making headlines in the news again with trans, trans Mm. folks in the military. Yeah. Whatever. There's that. Hates. Hates him. Haters. Worst. Yeah. Okay. So that's my mini gripe. Yeah, that's legit. I mean, in the end, all's well that ends well because I got it. You got it, but... It know. took like three weeks. And it's Amazon, that should be taking two days. Right. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, take over Laleen. <laughs> no. Take He's over already got Lale. Whole Foods. No. No. Jeff Bezos be taking over the world. <laughs> I know somebody has an end to Jeff Bezos that's listening. Right. Yeah. Maybe his executive assistant, mm-hmm. number three, two, or one. <laughs> Um, All right, let's let's get into let's today's get, topic. Let's get into our gripe. Yeah. Um, so our gripe this week is what we call, what it's known as, the Seattle freeze. Ooh, I just got to chill. Oh, yeah. So we're both transplants. Yeah. I'm from Minnesota. South Carolina. Yeah. And if so... you did your homework, you remember that from episode <laughs> one. <laughs> so let me just read the definition of Seattle freeze. Um for those of you that don't know what it is, all right? So did a ton of research on it. This thing called Wikipedia is uh, helping me out here. So the Seattle freeze refers to a belief that it is especially difficult to make new friends, particularly for transplants from other cities in the city of Seattle, Washington. Um, newcomers to the area have described Seattleites as being standoffish, cold, distant, and not trusting. While in settings such as bars and parties, people from Seattle tend to mainly interact with their particular clique. Um, so it goes on and on, and but that's the gist of it: is that 
for transplants, people that aren't from Seattle, it's hard to connect with folks, be friends with folks, and create really relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what do you think? Oh, man, I wholeheartedly agree with uh-huh. that. So I uh, moved here in 2008 with my husband. So I, I did immediately have a built-in friend. So somebody that... The one. Yeah. <laughs> the one. <laughs> um, we lived like in downtown Seattle, not downtown, but we lived in Fremont uh-huh. um, for three months. We did like a month-to-month type jam. And then we bought a house in the suburbs of Seattle. And it's not like a particularly cool suburb where we bought our house. It was more like, I don't know, but like there was the only restaurants that were there, like McDonald's and taco time. Like it was (laughs) like, I referred to it as a commuter city. Like it's where people that worked in Seattle, um, we couldn't necessarily like afford a house in Seattle. They're, you know, a little blue collar. Like it just hadn't made it yet. Um, so that was our living situation, but it was only like 10 miles outside of like downtown Seattle. So like not far, Mm -hmm. um, with traffic, it could be a little gnarly, but like, I don't know. We were just so new to Seattle that we didn't realize that Seattleites thought that was really, really far. Mm -hmm. So we, I, that stopped like the, where we lived stopped us from making friends like. Just off, just off, just off, just off the, off the get, get go because I feel like in Seattle, you know, like if you live in New York or I kind of feel like anywhere on the East Coast and maybe LA, I'm not sure. When you meet somebody, they, they say like, what do you do? In Seattle, it's where do you live? Mm. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And I guess that makes, I mean, I get it because like people, you know, want to profile you in mm-hmm. terms of where you live. Are you like a young hipster, Capitol Hill? Yeah. You know, are you straight with a baby on the way, Ballard? You know, that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Are you like a plastic surgery? Bellevue. Um, Bellevue. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. We love Bellevue. Hi, <laughs> Bellevue. So I would tell people Kenmore, and I honestly, like, I felt uncool for a long time because, like, I did not live in a cool neighborhood. Uh-huh. And as half the time people that lived here had never heard of it and they would think it was Kent which is like way further south and like actually like not a suburb of Seattle like its own town right so and then it was almost like when people realized we didn't live in their specific neighborhood they weren't gonna put effort into being our friend that was the block that was it Mm -hmm. and I was just like like so now now are you is that conjecture or do you feel like that, like that's true? That really happened. I mean, of course it's conjecture because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know their motivations and like who wouldn't want to be friends with me. <laughs> true, true, true. Mm-hmm. But uh, it felt real. Okay. Um, and it was you, like, and that happened more than once. You're saying? Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't have like I didn't have a girlfriend here for like three years. Uh. It was basically on the weekend. And, like, Aaron and I, we would do stuff with other people. It's not like for three years we just hung out with each other and didn't hang out with anybody else. But I, it, w- it took forever for me to make, like, I don't know, like a solid connection where I'd have somebody be like, hey, do you want to go walk Green Lake or do you want to go get coffee? Like, I didn't have, like, that kind of casual relationship with uh-huh. somebody for a long time. Right. I guess so. That. That was a bummer, and I think if I had moved out here by myself, 
I would have gone back to where I came from. And I actually know mm. somebody that, um, that that happened to. Somebody moved out. This is actually one of my friend Spurgeon's friends. Um, gal moved out here. She lived in Capitol Hill for a year. Um, didn't make any friends. Like, nobody was interested in her. Everybody was like, I got my friends. Blah, blah, I'm good. So mm-hmm. she ended up moving back to New York. That's harsh. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes now I kind of feel like, oh, I'm good. I got my friends. Mm-hmm. I don't need to, like, make an effort. And then I'm like, wait a oh, minute. Yeah, yeah. That shit was real and it happened to me. So maybe I do need to make an effort. Right. Yeah. I have to remind For the myself. future. Um, yeah, so I've been here almost four years, um, and I've also also lived in, you know, SoCal, lived in Minneapolis, um, and the freeze thing, it's not exclusive to Seattle. Like, every place I've, I've moved to, there's this feeling of, it's hard to get into any circle, um. And I was a person that's like, no, I don't, I'm not ready to meet new people. Screw you. I'm happy. You know, leave me alone. Um, But when I moved to Seattle specifically, I would say Seattle was the easiest place for me to meet people and make friends. She's rolling her eyes at (laughs) It's so annoying. (laughs) But, and the thing is like, I don't know. I think that maybe I was just more open to people, Um, you know, you know, growth happens. And so I just feel like maybe I was, um looking for more friendships and you know like I like people but I'm also an introvert so I'm cool being by myself um and I think I read someplace while looking up this this topic idea that's Washington or Seattle I think it's Washington itself is number 48 in terms of um least amount of extroverts so we have more introverts per capita than so many other oh places. My gosh. That makes a lot of sense. It does, yeah. And the one thing I notice about about Seattle and meeting people is that and I love Seattle folks, but the ones that were kind of, I don't know, that much more recluse and private and and um, hard to connect with are from here. Mm-hmm. Like they were born and raised here, right? So I found that evidence, but then I also found evidence to the contrary, where, like, some of my really good friends, I never would have thought, you know, fit that profile of a really introverted, recluse Seattle person. You know, like, they were super outgoing, really friendly. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I think that it's, it's just a phenomenon with, with everywhere, with people in general, where life happens and it's just hard to let other people in your circle. Um, there's a thing in, in Minnesota where they say that Minnesotans are so nice, um, they'll invite you to dinner at their house, but they'll never give you the dress. <laughs> you know, so it's that same thing. It's like, yeah, I'll be your friend, but not really. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I don't know. It, 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 I see both sides. Because for me, the Seattle Freeze thing wasn't a... It didn't happen. But also, you know, I have a built-in community, like with the yoga teaching, and I met a lot of people right away with that. Um, and you're gender- generally just likable. Oh, thanks. I know people like you. I don't know why. I don't know why either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm not the type to, like, be super, let's go hang out, you know, but it just happened with, you know, I met the right people. Um, 
and it just seemed easy. Um, but again, I saw both sides of the freeze in terms of it's real and it's not real, you know. There's some awkward people here, for sure. Yeah. But there's some really outgoing and amazing people. Um, okay, so on Seattle. the flip side yeah. of mine, where I like immediately moved out of town, you've always lived like in the city of London. That's true. So do you feel like you hung out with people in your neighborhood? No, I mean, the first year, I didn't talk to anyone. You know? Well, you talked to me. We knew each other. Yeah, but we weren't friends, friends, though. Yeah, we weren't. Do you know what I mean? I think, like, I remember when we. Um, <laughs> when we started hanging out, it was, we were at the Bellevue studio, yoga studio, and and I was, I just finished class, mm-hmm. and you were yeah, in yeah. retail, and I was trying to like hurry up, because I was like, I'm just gonna leave really quick, and then you said, hey, let's go get lunch, and I was like, shh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then so after that, it's like, okay, this cool, this chick's cool, you know, and so we just started hanging out from there. Is that the first time we hung out? Hung out, oh, just you and me. Yeah, we had, like, you know, friends that we hung out with, but that was the first time that, that we, like, went someplace together, spent money, and had a conversation. <laughs> Look where it got us. Look where it got us. It's so good. Um, but, yeah, I think that, that's true, though. I, I mean, even, like, you know, uh, Ballard is a neighborhood here in South that's fantastic, but it's kind of hard to get to and leave yeah. once you're there. So, still, again, that's, like, a, a barrier. Like, it's it's small one, but it's it's big enough where uh, it's going to be harder, generally speaking, to connect it's like a with people. Trip. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That you can't do it all the time. Do you know, like, Ballard people are very, like, pro Ballard. Of course they are. It's like Ballard pride. <laughs> uh-huh. Have you seen that, like, the decal what? thing? Uh, that little hanger? That says Ballard baby on board? Uh-huh. Like, it makes me want to shoot myself. <laughs> I hate it. It's so pretentious. Uh-huh. Is it pretentious or is it just like neighborhood pride? It's neighborhood pride. It feels pretentious to me. Well, there's another another decal that I saw recently that said, humans, uh, no, what did it say? Adults on board. We want to live too. I mean, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so good. Um, I've never understood the baby on board thing. Well, like, you know, please don't scare me. I don't want to crash my car. But, like, I think everybody needs to be courteous. And this is, like, speaking from somebody that has a child. Like, everybody needs to be aware. (laughs) You're fucking driving a car. (laughs) Don't hurt my baby. (laughs) Don't hurt me either. (sighs) I saw the best bumper sticker yesterday. I put it on my Instagram story. Did you see it? Well, I think so. It was, like, no airbags. We die like men. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it was all those, like, broke down, like, old, like, Ford Escort yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. It was amazing. It cracked me up. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Seattle's well, weird, yeah, but well, we like it. I also, here's the other thing, because I'm aware of the freeze thing. No, don't even act like you trying to be nice to no, people. I'm nice to people. <laughs> don't even pretend. Like, I won't pretend that I'm inviting them to my house for dinner. Like, yeah. that's, you know... That takes time. you got to earn that. <laughs> but you know what? So this reminds me of something I was going to bring up. So uh, I moved here from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And the culture there is very much so like you invite people over to your house. So, I mean, and I was young when I moved here, 26. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
maybe we didn't go out to eat as much because like we didn't have as much money. Right. I don't know. So we'd always be congregating like at somebody's house and have drinks, and then maybe we'd go out to eat or we we just eat something there and like play games and I don't know, just straight chill. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it took a really long time to kind of have people that would actually invite you over to their house uh, rather than just like going to meet at a bar right. and get drinks or yeah, you know what I mean? I do. I wonder what the difference is in that. Maybe people just don't want, like if you live in an apartment, you don't want people to come over to your apartment or. Well, you know, that's maybe because I feel that that thing It's like, oh, like I'd invite them over, but it's so far away from where they live. Yeah. You know? Um, but when I think about the reverse of that, like, yeah, I'm in a heartbeat going to Ballard or to the suburbs to see people that I love hanging out with. Yeah. You know? Um, Maybe it's just, I'm surprised that, that you had a tough time finding your people. Well, and it was also, too, like, when I moved here, I was working for Lululemon. Mm-hmm. And I was a store manager. So everybody that I hung out with worked in the store and they worked I like I managed them right so that wasn't a very like can do well it was kind of two sides to it because I felt like I got like a lot of social time with people at work like gossip but it's not real social time though. right yeah you're on the clock social time yeah yeah so I kind of felt like I was like well I'm hanging out with these people at work and they're like paid friends you know (laughs) (laughs) but they weren't like real relationships I hear you yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Big friends. Sorority <laughs> friends. And I was in a sorority, so we ain't hating on that. Today. Today. Um, yeah, so if you guys have stories about being, you know, froze out. Froze. Um, whether in Seattle or other places, or if you find the place that you live is, like, super welcoming, let us know about it. What can they email, email us? Email us at thegripepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. All right, kids. That's all, right. all for today. Yeah, we'll shout back at you soon. Bye. Bye.